0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The Tampa Bay Bucks facing off with the Lions this weekend and getting six and a half points. I think it's a surprise to all of us that the Bucks have made it to the divisional round. A team coming from the NFC South, which we have laughed aloud about many times on this show. Yeah. Making fun of the NFC South. But here we are, the Lions and the Bucks. And Jinx, I think the most surprising thing is i'm leaning towards the points and the bucks are we gonna so go too. against each other oh no we finally have a squad play
1: yeah i like the box man i like the box now i'm i feel bad i was giving our social media crew a hard time yesterday i feel guilty now because i was like i haven't made these official picks yet and they're like jinx is rolling with this team i'm like maybe maybe <laughs> i haven't done it yet we're discussing it maybe such a jerk. I'm sorry. My apologies. And now I'm going with the pick. I'm like, we're just discussing it. Because, you know, we, with any bet, you have to make a case for both sides. Or at least you should, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good way to look at any game, no matter whether it's NFL or not, which is, okay, let's take a look and make a case for both sides. And then based on that discussion, where are we going? And so we've been making cases for Tampa, making cases for Detroit. I, I think – I think I like the bucks and the points here and I believe that Baker Mayfield I don't know if he's recaptured anything but there's no question that he has done a fantastic job in the latter half of the season and I just keep going back to the point that the Lions secondary can be thrown on like you can pass you can spread the ball around against Detroit and so certainly Matthew Stafford presented a much more difficult challenge than baker mayfield should but the bucks have nothing to lose and i know it's going to be a raucous environment but six and a half just seems a little big for me the bucks are sneaky are sneaky good in the in a way that look at some point their luck is going to run out it probably runs out this weekend but there's something to be said for a team that sort of finds a way even in a weak division and even last week against an Eagles team that really lost its identity and it really starts with their quarterback play. So based on how Baker has looked and there's no question they have dangerous receivers. That's never been a question. Mm-hmm. So when you have a quarterback playing well with a dangerous offense taking on a lion secondary that is probably their primary weakness. I think six and a half points seems like too many. So officially now, I'm going to be on Tampa.
0: Yeah, I like it as well. I was just looking. There is a seven out there. So obviously, if you like the Bucs and the six and a half, you're going to love getting a seven. So search for it. It is out there. But this would be different if the matchup was different. But Baker Mayfield last week put up big numbers against a secondary that was weak over the course of the season. We know the Eagles secondary has been a problem. If you play wide receiver props, you always go against the Eagles. Same goes for the Lions. They're a team that's giving up the second most yards per attempt of any secondary in the NFL over the course of the oh. entire season. So he has a good matchup here. Baker Mayfield is not going against a secondary that's been really tough this season. So there is no reason on paper for me to think that Baker Mayfield slips back into you know, his old, bad Baker ways uh, in this game. I do think this game is probably going to be pretty much back and forth. I think this is probably a similar game to what we saw against the Rams, where we see a lot of passing. We see a lot of great catches by the receivers. Because, like you said, Baker Mayfield has plenty of great weapons. Even the guys on the Lions have acknowledged that. And they say, well, you know, this team would be really good if they had a great quarterback, which obviously is a slight to Baker Mayfield, but certainly a compliment to guys like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. On the other end, what do we expect from this Lions offense? Because maybe that's the sabotage factor. If this game is high scoring and very back and forth, sometimes seven isn't enough. Like maybe it lands at seven. So that's why I think it's really important to go get that seven as opposed to six and a half. What's the case for the Lions here?
1: It really is whether or not they can handle the Tampa Blitz. And this is going to be strength versus strength because the one thing the Bucs love to do is blitz the quarterback, blitz the quarterback. They like to put pressure on whoever is under center and they do it more than most teams in the NFL. However, Jared Goff as a quarterback is actually very effective against the mm-hmm. Blitz. So I, I you know, you, you wonder who's going to who's going to win that battle or will the Bucs say, all right, we'll blitz you a little bit less. We adjust our game plan because you tend to thrive in this situation. This is where coaching and planning and scheming really comes into play here. So if Jared Goff can handle what Tampa throws at him, then I think the case is, look, the Lions are a superior team. They're playing at home. They're going to be hyper-motivated because they haven't had this sustained success. And when I say sustained success, I mean a playoff win, like one win. But they haven't had this in forever. And this is a very good team. But I, I, I think the case is, Jared Goff handles the blitz. The Lions clearly have more offensive weapons. They are the better team. And then Baker Mayfield regresses a little bit and sort of becomes the guy that was a journeyman just last year, which could happen. And also, it's tough. The fact that the Bucs had a home playoff game is just amazing to me. But playing in Detroit, I think this is where home field, more so than others, have advantages. And Ford Field with a Lions... A Lions fan base that has been dying for success is going to be a tough place to go into and get a win or keep within the number if you're making the case for Detroit.
0: Right. It's a stark contrast to last week playing an Eagles right. team that did not look motivated. Mm-hmm. Now you're going into the Lions den with probably the most motivated person in the NFL and Dan Campbell. Like yeah. it is a stark contrast between teams. Uh, I think the other things to look at in this game are the passing yardage props for both quarterbacks. Because if you look at fantasy points and fantasy yards, both the Bucks and the Lions are in the bottom five. The Bucks actually gave up the second most pass yards per game of any defense in the NFL. And I think a lot of it has to do with their run defense being really good. It is a pass funneling defense. So that's the way you beat the Bucks is through the air. Jared Goff's passing yardage prop is pretty high at 281 and a half. Maybe that's the sabotage factor there. Or you could look at Baker Mayfield, who's going against the Detroit Lions, who, like I said, giving up the second most yards per attempt and also the fourth most yards to opposing quarterbacks of any team in the NFL. So I think both these quarterbacks should have a nice little day, or at least matchup-wise. So what about a total in this one? It's played indoors. The weather's mm-hmm. not going to be a factor. 48-and-a-half, if you think both these quarterbacks have success, is the over in play.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I've seen some bets on the under, but I, I just disagree. I, I'm with you. You talked about that Lions secondary, how weak it is. We know when the Lions get going on offense, they can be incredibly explosive. So, oh, Matt just put this in the chat. This was a 20-6 to 6 game when they met in the regular season. <laughs> I, but you know we what? This that. was a – I was just going to say, things Same. change, things evolve. So, things are much different now in the playoffs. But I, I do think – I do think that I would lean towards the over here. I, I like bucks plus six and a half better, but also Tampa Bay is playing. It, it's interesting when you look at something like this, like, okay, how did this game go when they met earlier? Like how much can mm-hmm. you take away from that? Cause there, there are things that you certainly can because matchups are matchups at the same time, teams get better teams get worse. I think on the field in Detroit on that turf, indoors with the way the Bucks are playing so much better on offense with the Lions being weaker on defense I think we could see not necessarily shootout but again it definitely touches the over
0: right I think when you get a second chance at somebody you get to watch the film and maybe improve on some things but I will say mm-hmm. Jared Goff had 353 yards of offense or passing I should say two passing touchdowns so maybe you just play the passing yard prop on Jared Goff and hope for more of the same, but I do like the points with the Bucks. We shall see what unfolds for the Lions in the Motor City. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to
1: 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.